everyone. I'm so excited. My book, What the Fuck Just Happened, a sciencey skeptic explores grief, healing, and evidence of an afterlife is available now for sale. This book goes into how exactly I went from thinking there was zero chance of an afterlife to where I'm at today. That an afterlife is not only possible, but very probable. It starts from when my dad passed, and I really go into the darkest days of my grief. Then into the first bits of afterlife evidence I began to explore. To how I met all the people in this afterlife world I've come to know today. These people include mediums, afterlife researchers, parapsychologists, I spent the last five years delving deeply into this evidence, reading book after book, reading studies, taking classes on parapsychology, getting medium readings, and getting to know a lot of these people personally. I was able to get a behind the scenes view into this very unknown world that I'm so excited to share with all of you and give all of you a peek into. So in this episode, I'm going to read an excerpt from one of the chapters. Chapter 6, I go to my first medium, and what the fuck? We took the train to a small suburban town. After grabbing a bite to eat at a neighborhood sushi place, we walked to the medium's office. My anxiety increased with every step. It was almost unbearable. I wanted this reading over with so I could end the suspense. We finally arrived at a normal-looking little home. When we rang the doorbell, I expected to see an old woman with a turban, long dress, and tons of jewelry who would lead me into a room with a crystal ball. I reminded myself not to buy a crystal and to not pay for anything other than my session. Instead of some madam fortune teller, I was greeted by a woman who looked exactly like any other suburban mom. She welcomed me and my mom into her home, which was comfortable and looked completely normal. Photos of her and her family covered the shelves and the walls, as well as the little knickknacks you would expect in any family home. While I skeptically took everything in, I could find nothing suspicious or off-putting. There were no crystal balls on display anywhere or any other psychic cliches. At first, she seemed a little taken aback that two of us had shown up instead of just me, but she invited my mom to stay in the living room while she and I sat together at her dining room table. Still super suspicious, I waited for her to ask me my full name so she could feed it to her assistant who, listening in on the hidden mic, would Google me and feed the medium information about me through a hidden earpiece. Maybe they even used some special background check software only known to a mafia of mediums. But she never asked my last name. After a tiny bit of small talk, and I mean really small, nothing about my family, job, or anything identifying, she asked if I had ever had a reading before. Me, only at parties for fun. I reminded myself to appear respectful and not too leery, but also to pay attention and watch what she was up to. 
She told me that if no one I wanted to speak with came through for mediumship, we could just do a psychic reading about me and my life. She further explained that she had no control over who came through. It might not be the person I was there to see. There was nothing she could do about that. A chill of anticipation shot through me. What would that even mean to have my loved ones visit? Would my dad come through? A part of me really had let myself think this could all be real. It was like hoping chemo would heal stage four cancer with a 2% survival rate. Your heart hopes. But your head knows better. Not completely impossible, but far from probable. As I was considering the odds, she seemed to go into what I imagined was a trance, or the mimicking of a trance. She semi-closed her eyes, and her head gently rocked side to side, but not dramatically. It was all pretty subtle. I held my hands with my palms facing downward an inch above the table. I don't know why I did that. I don't remember if she told me to do that or if I chose to. I then felt this weird, warm, tingly energy intensify around me. I had never had a feeling exactly like that. It felt like that anticipation energy in my stomach when I was excited about something, but outside of my body and around me. And these warm anticipation tingles stayed there. I didn't question them. I was mesmerized and very in the moment. I waited a few minutes while her head bobbed gently. This weird buzz continued around me, mixed with some intense curiosity and a bunch of anxiety and hope. Medium. I have a K name here. Who is the K name? Kenneth. My dad's name was Kenneth. A chill of astonishment ran through my body. I knew it was just an initial, but still, was this really happening? Me. My father. This was surreal. My throat choked up when I said it. How was it my dad was actually gone? And how was I here? talking to a medium? Neither of those things fit into anything to do with life as I had ever understood it to be. Medium, K, your dad is standing to your right side. As she said this, a major chill moved into my right side and stayed there. Yes, I know about the power of suggestion, but the experience and the growing sensations were more powerful than logical. Medium, What happened on March 10th? Me. I have no idea. Medium. Did something happen March 10th? A birthday? A day someone passed away? Me. It honestly doesn't mean a thing to me. I had no idea what she could mean by that date. I felt a sinking wave of sadness and disappointment. Of course this wasn't real. Medium. I'm sorry, but he won't let it go. He insists it is something. Was this a tactic of mediums to not admit they were wrong and let the client make the information fit? Despite my disappointment, the physical sensation of energy stayed strongly around me. Medium, do you want to go get your mom? Maybe she would know. I called my mom into the medium's dining room and told her what was going on. Me, okay, so dad is here. My mom gave me a look that was mixed with irritation 
suspicion, and a twinge of curiosity. Me. What is March 10th? He is insisting something happened on this date. Medium. Like his mother's birthday? Or your anniversary? Me. Yeah, anything? Mom. No, nothing I can think of. My stomach sunk a little further. Medium. Here is what I'm seeing. A 310. The number 310. A look of amazement took over my mom's face. Mom. Oh my God. Our building. We are at 310 East 80th Street. I felt a huge chill and little bursts of excitement, which pushed away my sinking disappointment. Of course, our apartment, where I grew up. The apartment he lived in, 310. I want to go back to 310. I was just at 310. What he said daily and often incoherently while in the hospital. Medium, that is it. He's laughing like you can't believe it was so hard for you to get that. That is exactly how my dad would have responded. Looking baffled and dazed, my mom went back to the other room. Medium. I am getting he was an older man when he passed. He was in his mid-80s. Me. Yes. Wow. Considering I didn't look like my father would be that old, I had to give a few evidential points for that one, and I felt a slight excitement jolt again into me. The energy and chills were sitting around me now, and not moving away. It was the feeling you get when you hear a beautiful song and chills pour over you. They normally run through you, but it was as if they had poured onto me. Medium. Your dad mentions you did connect with him. You had a dream and he visited. Me. Yes. Okay. Probably everyone dreams about their deceased loved ones. Medium. Now I have an older woman here. She keeps saying I am just like her and pointing to you. Me. Oh, my grandma. I've been told my whole life we are very alike. I should have just said, yes, I know who that is. But the chills were strong, and I was not expecting correct information after correct information to keep coming in. My mom was 17 when she lost her mother. I'd heard stories of her and how her interests and looks were very similar. Medium. And she has a small child with her. One who is around two? Me. Oh my God. Yes. She had lost a small child. Her daughter died when she was only two. That happened when my mom was a baby, so my mom did not remember, but had known about it. What in the fuck? This was actually seeming to be real. I felt more intense spine tingles, but all over my body. Medium. Your grandma said you have been living with your mom since your dad's passing. She says it is okay you're doing that for a while, but eventually it will be time to get back to your real life. How was she doing this? Medium. Is your mother a psychiatrist? Me. Yes. Medium. And she is incredibly successful? Your dad is showing me a couch and this prescription sign, which means to me she's a psychiatrist. And then he's showing her as the best in the field, one of the most renowned world famous ones. If you believe she was honestly talking to my dad, this was incredibly sweet and touching, as well as evidential. Yes, as you know, my mom is a psychiatrist. 
And while I think she is great and her patients love her, she is far from world renowned. But to my dad and all of us, she is the best. My dad would always brag about my mom, saying she was the best in her field. And according to him, that was the 100% truth. Medium. Your dad wants you to know that your cat, the one who just died, is with him. He has your cat. Me. Wait, what? How in the fuck? Yes, shortly after the loss of my dad, I also lost my cat. Thanks, universe. And go fuck yourself for that one, too. Medium. Yes, your cat who just died. Your dad is taking care of it. He says it is the very sweet and cuddly one. Yes, this cat was exceptionally sweet and cuddly. My dad would often comment on that and laugh about it. Had I told her my cat had just passed away when I came in? I didn't think I had, but maybe I did. I know I had not posted about it on social media either. Since the loss of my dad, I had disappeared from posting. Medium. Who is Mandy? Me. Mandy? Hmm. Mandy. I had a friend at school called Mandy. Could that be who you mean? I thought that, of course, she could have just been saying common names and then was planning to let me fill in who this was while making it look as if she had gotten this information. Medium. No. It would be more significant than that. That just doesn't feel right. Hmm. She did not take the easy route there. Medium. Oh, wait. Do you work with social media? Me. I do. Medium. And did you travel to Thailand? Me. I did. And it was an especially life-changing trip. Medium. Okay, that is why. My daughter is named Mandy, and she also works in social media and is about to go travel Thailand. So that was why I was seeing her in relation to you. So you can learn a little bit about how we get information. It's more like charades than talking on the phone with them. So that was part of chapter six when I had my very first medium reading. Ah, that feels like so long ago. And the whole reading just ended up being so batshit and just so evidential, which I was not expecting. So to learn what happens in the rest of this chapter and the rest of the book, you can go to wtfjusthappened.net, where you can link to buy the book. If you've already bought it, first of all, thank you so much. I'm so excited to hear what you think of it. But if you have bought it, could you please rate and review it on Amazon? Ratings and reviews can really make or break a new author. And I would really appreciate your help in getting the word out. And if you also know anyone who would be interested in the book or the podcast, please share it with them. It's so surreal to me to have my story out in the world now. And thank you all for being a part of it and supporting.